0: recorded live. Hello. Hi, Jody. How's it going?
1: Hey, good. How are you?
0: Good. It's been way too long. I've been uh, missing uh, hearing some new music from you guys. So welcome back.
1: Thank you so much. Chris is currently with Milo. So we'll see how he does. If you can uh, bear with just having me and then if you can kind of like join when he can, he will.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, hey, congrats on baby Milo. Excited for you guys.
1: Thank you. He's
0: awesome. And, and uh, you've gotten to meet, um, which daughter of mine did you meet? I think you met my youngest, Bethany, uh, at Winter Jam a couple years ago. Um, so yeah. it's, it's the greatest blessing in the world for me, uh, being a dad. And uh, it actually really helps me better uh, understand what that unconditional love from God looks like when you're a parent, for sure. And um, Oh, my
1: goodness. You're so right. That's Chris talks about that every night on stage. I think it's really overwhelmed him. You know, he always knew God loved him, but
0: yes. he says when he yeah.
1: looks down at Milo and Milo smiles back at him, it's like, oh, my goodness, like, I love you so completely. There's nothing you could do to make me more in love with you, you know?
0: For sure. Yeah, and, and that's the best part, right, is that there is nothing we can do. Uh, and and yeah. that's what I feel – flows really nicely into talking a little bit about the God I know is you, as, as you guys have had a gift of doing, um, you're uh, wrapping in some really strong theological statements into a very hooky melody. Uh, mm-hmm. And congrats on how the song is doing. And I'd love to dig into some of the, the deeper uh, uh, truths uh, that inspired you uh, in writing this song. And To start with, we'd love to hear a little bit about the songwriting story of uh, The God I Know.
1: Yeah, let's do it. I know, it's a bit um, crazy how something just fun, roll your windows down, summer jam, can actually pack a punch. And, you know, it started out of a conversation just in the studio. We were chatting a lot about our upbringings. Um, Chris and I both grew up going to church um, consistently with Christian parents. But still there was this underlying feeling that you had to work really hard and prove yourself um, to earn God's love. And it's not like my parents ever raised me that way, but there was something about what I heard in church um, that presented a God who was more of a shake his finger at me, um, Mm. you know, uh, presence, than a loving father who was in me and working through me and just loved me completely, even if I just sat on my couch, you know. So we were just kind of discussing that and realized we all shared that in common and really wanted to debunk that because, honestly, until I fell in love um, with the Holy Spirit and just his constant presence in my life, which really has only been over the past couple of years, um, my perspective has changed a lot. Okay. When I, you know, write in my journal and I just talk to the Lord all day, when I sing about him, m- what I'm imagining the Father as has changed significantly. And we wanted that represented in this song um, to speak on Chris's behalf. He says, you know, no strings attached when you save my soul. Once you to know the God I know, that's his favorite line. And I remember yeah. I kind of spit that line out um, just because it was so simple and basic, but it was really hitting me over the head again. And Chris just says, you know, that's it for him. He needs a reminder of that every single day that there's just there's nothing attached to this gift. It's a gift. It's truly a gift. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, thank you for including that line as well. I, I have also been ministered to. I mean, as you know, I'm clearly a lyric guy. I've done 756 of these Behind the Song devotionals uh, wow. in the last eight and a half years. Um, this being our fourth, just so you know. Uh, if you recall, we talked about Emmanuel uh, and then also um, uh, King of My Heart and also He Is With Us. And uh, yes. Yeah, and what I really like is um, even just from, from that opening verse where you really invite me into what growing up in church you know, could look like um, versus yeah. what the unconditional free gift of grace does look like. And
1: the other thing yeah. I think
0: you address in the song, which the Lord has really been showing me, showing me particularly in these last couple of years since, since we first talked, is how fear is only from the enemy. He has absolutely no desire for us to live in fear. And yeah. um, I, I feel like, you know, the part about I can throw my hands up worries down. I remember when he showed me how, and yeah. you know, I feel like that's a daily reminder we all need So um, yeah. I've been so attentive to that concept uh, and, yeah. I've, and I've read and now I should sort of been testing the theory um, mm. There are 365 different references uh, in God's Word to not being afraid, not having fear, not having anxiety, not having worry. And mm. every day when I read the Bible, I have my highlighter out, and inevitably every day I find one of those reminders. <laughs> and yeah. for me, it's so edifying and it's so comforting to know that that's the God I know. Um, mm. You know, speaking about your song a little bit and wow, does it let me really conquer anything? Um, mm-hmm. You know, basically all things become possible because it's not about me. It's about him, you know? So yeah. so anyhow, um, what do you guys yeah. think of that? And how? what other Bible verses would you want me to... Because there are some I already have in mind, but do you have any particular ones you would mm. want to um, connect to this song? Well,
1: I just I wanted to keep talking on that, I mean, I think something that has been a theme for Chris and I has been to put our worship above our worry, and that's largely where the concept of Hands Up, Worries Down came from, and um, I think just being a new mom and being pregnant while we did the whole record, I Mm -hmm. was really asking the Lord to make things clear and sort of give me little ways of remembering um, what he was trying to teach me. Because I just find uh, there was days I was just a little brain dead. And even now on stage, probably something to do with, you know, trying to put Milo to bed by 7 so I can be up on stage and fully present at 7.30 for the show. You know, I just need the Lord to make it really um, plain and simple. And he always desires to do that. So I think he was happy to, to come through on that for me. And so having Before he's down was really just an easy way for me to daily remind myself that he's got me. And... Uh, mm. You know, especially with Milo, it can be overwhelming if you walk too many steps ahead of your present moment. And that's where it really comes in for me. Like, the, the wonderful thing and the tough thing about our life is I know what I'm doing this day next year, you know. And it's great for, you know, planning or whatever, but it really stinks for being present. And unless I'm present, I'm missing so much of what the Lord is doing and saying and leading me to do. So, and I find the problem with worry is it keeps me focused on myself. It's really selfish, and the Lord's really called me to not just look at myself. He's really called me to look to Him so I can look at others. Yeah. And um, so Chris and I are really trying in this season to not be so preoccupied with ourselves and our son and our situation. Although there's moments that that have to happen, but to be able to really look out and see what the Lord is asking us to do. And when I'm worried and stressed, I can't do that.
0: So. Mm. Yeah. Well, the other, the other thing you addressed in the song, and I feel like this ministers to a lot of people, is um, the line all about perfection. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I'd never make it. I'd never be good enough. And being a, a husband of uh, 22 years now? <laughs> uh, and yeah. a, father, a father for 16 years now of three daughters. Trust me, I know what having four um, women in my home Uh, And that whole whole battle is all about. And I feel like this song helps you with that too, right? It helps you sort of overcome that. Uh, And I wondered wondered if you had any words of wisdom to pass on to fellow um, Mm -hmm. moms and wives and and daughters and sisters um, on how how to best deal with that particular attack of the enemy.
1: Man, well, it never goes away. So I think part of it is just the awareness of that. Um, yeah. I think I thought I'd grow out of it, you know. And I've grown in my love and foundation in the Lord. So I think I'm better at, at dealing with it. But the fact is, it's always there, you know. Um, and so admitting that to myself helps me put on the armor of God a little better in the mornings and just be ready to combat it. Um, I think the other thing is just talking about it out loud. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember being on stage and it's mostly a bunch of guys and me oftentimes on the road um, at Q and A's and all that kind of thing. And so there was things I I was talking about. I was on the road, you know, Milo was six weeks old when we went back out on the Bible tour. And I was in the middle of breastfeeding and you know and it's tricky and that's you know, it's a weird thing to talk about on stage with a bunch of guys. But I had girls that were just so thankful for the chance to talk about things that moms deal with. Um, and so I've tried to just really be myself on and off stage. Like whether you meet me in line at Trader Joe's or whether you see me on stage, hopefully the conversation is similar. It's a conversation, you know, it's, it's a conversation because that probably started between me and the Lord. Um, nice. that I'm able to now carry out on stage. Um, it's just the overflow of what me and the Lord talk about. The more I talk to him, the better I can talk from stage and to other people. And, um, So I think just dealing with the fact that most of the time, I mean, literally, before we played our momentum set, if anyone follows us on Instagram, I posted a picture of Milo having a huge blowout on the outfit I was prepared to wear on stage Mm. that I'd planned out and and purchased online and, you know, was dealing with my little, I'm going to be, you know, quote-unquote, aim for perfection with this outfit. Instead, you know, Milo chose that moment to blow out. I got it in my hair. I had it everywhere. I didn't have time for showers, shower. So, you know, that's life right now. Any element of being able to fake it, um, I can't anymore. You know, it's gone. And so in some ways it's the biggest blessing in the world because I can just say that. I can just say that on stage. And um, I'm trying to be that way on social media as well. Like there's the times for the family photo on the k carpet. Those are fun. But there's also the time for the poop in the hair photo, and that's real life. So awesome. as a really long-winded way of, of me no, no. kind of setting light, I guess, in my own life on how I'm dealing with um, fighting against perfection and, you awesome. know, just letting it go.
0: Well, that's, that's um, a great word. Uh, I look forward to sharing that because um, I've been writing about that topic a lot. Like if you do, uh, it's actually very awesome now. I'm starting to cross-reference um, different songs and um, messages I've featured over the years on topics. So I'm literally in the process right now of making a playlist uh, and an article compilation of songs I've written about based on 1 Corinthians 13. And Mm -hmm. it has been an amazing blessing for me because I'm going back and I'm listening to these different ways artists have expressed that truth. And Mm -hmm. we just had our editorial meeting about your record, by the way. And so so we're actually talking Mm -hmm. about different creative ways we can write about your record as well. And I feel like dealing with songs about fear and songs about perfection, particularly from a female vocalist, you know, I find are really part of why I feel called to do this ministry. Um, Because for me, that is a big answer to what the enemy is trying to say to the world. And I want to combat it with truth. And like you said, the the only way to combat it with truth is to let, let down the pretenses and the facades and actually have a more genuine uh, conversation, but also to point them to what God has to say. So I wanted to read you a couple quick Bible verses that I would like to include with your song. Sure. Uh, uh, One I really like because it says a couple things that you say in your song, uh, is in the voice translation of Psalm 63, verse 4. It says, I will bless you with every breath of my life. I will lift my hands in praise to your name. And I feel like that very much addresses your song. Yes. Also, um, this is a cool one, Acts 2.28, also from the voice translation. Instead, you direct me on a path that leads to a beautiful life. As I walk with you, your pleasures are never-ending, and I know true joy and contentment. And I feel like that also somewhat is addressed in your song about overcoming these other things in exchange for the joy, which is, of course, a fruit of the spirit. Uh, And then addressing that... um, Fear issue, Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Which, again, uh-huh. I feel like your song is, is addressing. Yeah, several of those, those things in those particular verses um, are being combated in the resolve uh, of your song. And one of the things I've loved about your guys' ministry is, it's almost like every song you guys do is literally an anthem for the church. And, mm-hmm. and I love that about your ministry because, you know, really my ministry is about promoting that <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and providing some context and some Bible verses and some life application around that idea. So clearly we need to do more of these together. So we should definitely oh
1: my goodness. make yes, it a point, make
0: it a point to schedule more conversations about uh, additional tracks, um, from your new record. Yes.
1: We would love it. I, I love chatting with you and that's the best part. It doesn't feel like an interview. It just feels like a conversation about the God that we know and, and what he's been Mm. doing in our life. And, you know, that's what we really always hope the record feels like. Um, Mm. I think that that's my only real responsibility is to steward what the Lord's been up to in my life. And, do the best that we can to express that, whether it Mm -hmm. becomes a hit or doesn't become a hit or whatever else. I feel like the best hope we have of connecting people to the father Mm -hmm. is just by letting them into the ways we've been changing and growing in him, you know? And, um, so I appreciate that. I always feel like you bring that, um, you bring yourself and the way you've been growing in the Lord to the interview. And then it feels like a conversation, you know? So I thank you for that.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that feedback. And we, uh, We love what we do, Um, and as a team, like I said, we are meeting about how to – so you'll enjoy this. One of the cool uh, editorial pieces we're working on that includes you guys is our favorite bands with ampersands in their name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, you are in a great list of bands, by the way. Uh, I mean, we're talking about all all sons and daughters. Uh, We have um, Citizens and Saints. That's um, that we come up with it's like a great list of, of bands uh, so so stay tuned, so you're going to see um, yourselves in that editorial article. You'll see of course, my uh, devotional uh, and uh, we've already reviewed the record. I know we spoke highly of the record itself and um, oh,
1: thank you and
0: then and then for me, you know, I every year do write uh, a piece or two about. Um, songs about identity and songs about uh, combating fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do feel like, you know, you're providing once again, uh, more content in that regard. So yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And I was told to make sure I include the link to the music video. So I will of course do that as well. And, oh, great. Uh, Thank you. And, and where are you guys coming in concert that I could bring my girls out to see you? Do you know where? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Podcast? We're,
1: uh, We're just kind of preparing for sort of a hardcore run this fall, in a good way. Um, Mm -hmm. We're doing the Live Original Tour uh, with Family Force 5 and uh, Sadie Robertson from Duck Dynasty. We leave for that on Wednesday. Um, And I'm embarrassed to tell you that I really only know one day ahead (laughs) of today. So I know we're traveling sort of all across the country, but I could not even tell you exactly where. I need to look at the poster and figure it out. Um, and then after that, we're going out with Jeremy Camp, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, we love him and love this guy. We actually share an anniversary oh, with Jeremy. Well, wife.
0: wait. I actually think I'm going to come to that show then. Maybe that will be our next conversation. Um, I think that you're would to great. Sam, I think you're coming to Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, which, we, which they would call Philly on your schedule in November. Yes.
1: Yes, that uh, sounds great to me. I remember seeing that on there.
0: And that's a half hour from where I live. So, Yay. yeah, let me, let me put in a request because um, I just spoke with Jeremy about Christ and Me very recently uh, as well. Um, so, yeah, let me see that I can bring a couple of my girls with me and uh, maybe we can get together uh, yeah. before that show and talk about another track.
1: Oh, man, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. We'd love that.
0: Awesome. And then my, uh, my oldest... Uh, has been approached by several artists about being a traveling nanny. So if you're, if you're interviewing no for that. <laughs> you know, what? Um,
1: that's actually incredible. We, um, <laughs> we advance childcare at each of our shows. We don't travel with a nanny at this point. Um, and so we really do depend on people just like her to just sort of say, hey, I'd love to, you know, hang with Milo. So that might just be amazing if she's up for it. That would be a huge blessing.
0: Yeah, well, if you want to take down my number, um, yeah, you probably already know my okay. number, but, um, I could uh, see if I could officially confirm her for that date. Because obviously the best thing for me to do would be able to provide you her and also you when know, I'm talking about your record.
1: Okay, go for it. I got a pen. Two one 915
0: 1185
1: I'm going to pass this right on. To our tour manager who sets that up, and then instead of asking her to reach out to someone at the church, I'll I'll see you. I'll I'll get her to reach out first. But there's no pressure at all. If it works, no, it works. Not, no worries.
0: I mean that's so she's 16. She'll be 17 in January. Um, she's very yes. great with with babies. Um, and oh, like, that's That's awesome. what she wants to do uh, as an adult. She's um, pursuing her online degree from Liberty at the moment uh, in oh,
1: great.
0: early childhood and also elementary education. And she's been working as a, a day camp counselor and also at a preschool uh, all all this past school year. So we homeschool, um, but she's also half done with college uh, as well. So it's been wow. amazing uh, to do that. So imagine if you guys continue touring for the next uh, 15 plus years, which hopefully the Lord provides you that opportunity, you may be doing the same kind of thing. Uh, That is so
1: amazing.
0: Yeah. So it's been awesome for us because obviously it gives us a chance for our girls to be closer to each other. That's part of the, one of the main reasons we do it. Um, Yeah. Rather than send them off somewhere, um, you know, we're getting to promote their relationship with each other. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I also know as a, as a mom and artist. Uh, it could be a great way for Milo to continue to be with you, but also make sure he's getting. Um, yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. I think that's uh, the road
1: we're going to have to really explore because, yeah, everything you described makes sense, and soon enough, that's going to be something we're going to need to figure out. It seems crazy, but time goes. Time goes
0: fast. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's amazing because my middle girl Cassandra um, <laughs> has two. Um, has two music memories from when she was two and three so just to give you things that stuck with her well we've been obviously a music family as are you uh from since forever and i credit christian music for leading me to christ which is why we're talking so um so for for us um we i was taking her to swimming lessons uh when she was two with her older sister where i was going to be you know, the dad in the pool, teaching them to swim and whatever. And she got upset and started getting nauseous, actually, uh, on the drive there. And and the song El Shaddai by Amy Grant came on my iPod playing in the car, and it immediately calmed her down. And she said, mm-hmm. that song makes me happy. And, mm-hmm. and still to this day, um, that is her favorite song, and yeah. I still – have this memory of her and calming down when she mm. heard that song come on. And isn't that awesome to know that wow. that singing to and about the Lord can lead to that kind of ministry for somebody? Because um, that's oh, really what it's totally. all about. Yeah so, yeah. so for us, like when I now help her put songs on her iPod, the non-negotiable is always going to have El Shaddai. <laughs> and, oh, and,
1: totally.
0: And how – how powerful it is, but that's not even a new song, you know? That's just, yeah, totally. That just shows you that if you provide that kind of an offering, what what it can do ministry-wise for so many years. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are being given that same opportunity, and I, I will continually pray for you. And uh, until yeah. we hopefully meet up in November, uh, is there anything I could be praying for now for you guys?
1: Oh, sure. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, we're, I think, just you know, a need that we're always aware of is just sharing a bus. We're about to go on this tour and share a bus with everyone, and Milo mm-hmm. will be in his own bunk bed. Um, and I think just parenting in public and um, mm-hmm. just trying to honor his needs, its just a it can be a challenge to make sure he's quiet so everyone's sleeping well, and then you're also trying to help him have good nights. So I think just that, just balancing this next stage uh, with Milo, not being you know newborn he's seven months now and just uh being good parents to him and attentive to him and still attentive to the tour and serving everyone else well so prayer Mm. for that would be great
0: awesome well why don't we close in for now if that's okay that'd be great yeah awesome lord thank you uh so much for this time today uh with jody and i pray for uh chris and milo also that um your uh, hand of protection is on their family. Um, and as they get ready to uh, travel this fall, um, just pray for their ability to balance um, being parents and uh, giving your gospel message through their music uh, in order to best serve you and their family. And just pray for um, the guiding of your Holy Spirit on, on how to best make decisions and also how to um, do things safely and also um, productively for your kingdom and to never lose sight uh, of that gospel message that they're sharing uh, and not to have it be about, as Jody earlier shared, um, how many people you know, necessarily buy the album or, or come to the concerts, but more about um, how much ministry is being accomplished. And just pray that so much ministry is accomplished, that they feel that blessing um, on each, step mm-hmm. of this, at each stage of this tour and that they continue to feel encouraged uh, and, and mm-hmm. grow closer and closer to you as a family uh, and as individual um, daughters and sons of you, Lord. And for everybody who encounters them, that they see the light of you come out of them and just pray that that continue to be the blessing that they provide. And uh, we know that that can only be accomplished through your grace. And it's uh, in your name of your precious son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Well, hey, always great to chat. And uh, look forward to sharing this story and uh, hopefully uh, catching up again in person in November.
1: Awesome. Can't wait. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Jody. You too. All right, take care. Bye. Bye Bye.